Ready for that second cup of coffee? Reese Boyd on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers right now. All right, Reese Boyd the third, welcome back to it. Good morning, Liz. You know, that sounded a little bit like a Ryan Brunel kind of song. PCR X ish, I would I would guess. Yeah, I would have guessed that. So um so Reese, what do you make of what's going on with the H C G O P, the S C G O P? Uh, all this resignations, uh, all these resignations going on. What's next for the local party? I know you know a little bit about local politics, just yeah. a little. <laughs> I, was, I was afraid you were going to open with that question. Well, I have to because, <laughs> you know, you're the guy. I want to know, too. I know a guy. I know, I'm, not, I'm not the guy, but I know a guy who knows a guy. Um, you you know, dabble it's a, in local politics. It was a, uh, to, to, to say that it Did is, you go? You were there. I was there Monday night. Okay, so yeah, you saw it. That's there. that's what I thought. Because you I, couldn't come to BurgerFi. I didn't come to BurgerFi, but I was with you guys in spirit. Thank and you. It would have been probably <laughs> wiser <laughs> to come celebrate with y'all at BurgerFi and let, with Larry. But nonetheless, I went, and it was an interesting meeting. It was uh, it was a pronoun display, uh, Liz. You may have heard of those before. Well, it was a she-it show. <laughs> That would got to be careful with my delivery. I never heard of that. It was Me pro- neither, but I like it. It was a pronoun display. I was like, what? Yeah, it was a pronoun display. Yeah, it was. But that's a really an insult to all the cleanly, uh, neatly run sewage treatment facilities <laughs> in the world. But nonetheless, what happened? I, it was a mass resignation. I'm not even really sure. I, I I know that you've heard a lot about it. But yeah, every the officers basically got up. And was it a shock? Did everybody No, I think pretty much everybody knew, knew they were going to resign. People knew something was going to happen. Um, I, Why, I kinda, though? Because the lawsuit was coming th- to an end? There's been this lawsuit percolating with the party that, frankly, should have never been filed. We shouldn't have put ourselves in that predicament. But nonetheless, there's this lawsuit that's out there that's been percolating. Um, I believe the re- I don't know this. I believe the resignations had something to do with the lawsuit. Uh, there's kind of, I think, this narrative that says it was just a response to persecution of the local party by the SCGOP. I don't, I mean, that might have had an impact. I don't think that's the reason. I think the real reason that that all of this happened is related to the lawsuit. The lawsuit, of course, uh, stems from a posting that was placed on the Ori County Party website, mm-hmm. which frankly should have never been there together uh, to begin with because it, it really wasn't related to the party. But nonetheless, uh, everybody resigned. And then we actually had a, a vote on a resolution to remove the said uh, announcement, the, the posting, the blog. And I entry. think it was voted to be removed, yes. right? And it was. It is now removed. removed. Yeah. It's yeah. been up there for 18 months. Uh, yeah, it's been up yeah, there for better late than never. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the guy that it's about is claiming that it's a very defamatory yes. uh, statement because yeah. the guy was. Um, Approaching aggressively the stage, seemingly aggressively, yelling, you know, at uh, Michael Flynn. Actually, he was just standing. Actually, Michael Flynn was not in the building, and he was just standing. He was not in the building. No, not in that room. Now, he might have been in the... So what was the guy yelling about? He was not actually even yelling. He was standing at the microphone stand uh, attempting to make a statement. If you look at the video, I wasn't there, but if you look at the video, it's pretty clear what's going on. He was just putting down Michael Flynn. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. made some statement about he was not an authorized speaker. The event was winding down. I hadn't I hadn't looked at the video in a long time, but the event was winding down. People were milling around in the sort of the now, audience this area. This was a Rock the Vote event. Rock the Red. Rock the Red. Yeah. And it was in Greenville or Greenville, something. Greenville. Yeah. Okay. 
Hmm. Which again, we're talking about an event that happened in Greenville. It wasn't in any way related to the Orie County Republican Party. It was an unrelated event. Something happened at the event that involved some members of the Orie County Republican Party and some officers of the Orie County Republican Party, and they, for whatever reasons, decided to write about it on the Orie County Republican Party website. Mm-hmm. So, mistake number one. But I think the um, the guy that was injured during the scuffle yeah. that ensued after he was trying to yell in the microphone um, said that you know he was wrongly accused of being a member of Antifa and that he was carrying a weapon. Apparently, he, and I don't know all the details. I haven't been following the case, but apparently, yeah, there was no weapon. Um, and apparently the guy's a veteran and, you know, a, a, from all accounts, uh, a mm-hmm. decent guy. He just didn't care for Mike Flynn. And he walked up to the microphone and started making a statement. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't screaming. As I, underst- as I saw the video, he didn't appear to be physically threatening anybody. But mm. people immediately... Wanted to shut him down. Uh, reacted negatively to what he was saying and tried to immediately shut him down. And that's... The, okay, the so then a lawsuit, is, he files yeah. this lawsuit, yeah. and he wants the the defamatory statement removed off mm-hmm. the Horry County. And, and I think they were, I think I read that if they write an apology, something like this, yeah. and they write what they wanted to say, yeah. then they'll drop all the charges almost uh, against almost everybody involved. Except for one person. My understanding is all the people who were related to the party, the officers of the party, are either are being released or have been released by the lawsuit, Mm -hmm. by the by the plaintiffs' counsel in that lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially because of the the statement being taken down. There's a gentleman, Presley Stutz. I think you knew Presley. He passed away. Who passed away? Mm -hmm. He was involved in planning that event. My understanding. it's against his estate, too. Yeah, that his estate is still a party to the mm-hmm. lawsuit. And my understanding is the individual who actually uh, physically... Touched the man. Assaulted, the, or allegedly assaulted mm-hmm. the guy is still in the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Mm. Right. That person still... But Lisa did list. say, when she was speaking, that the, she was tired of the fighting within Tracy the party. Yeah. yeah. The fighting within the party, that she's yeah. been fighting more with people in her party than people that are on the other party. But I just think that we we all agree on like 98% of what everybody is saying. Mm-hmm. We all agree. I was, I, was, I was about to say, you know, we're living in a country where we have an FBI mm-hmm. that apparently is now operating from a manual that they found in East Germany back right after reunification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a Stasi operating uh, manual. And mm-hmm. we're talking about this. I mean, we have, you know, it's, it's um, yeah. you're exactly right. Conser- and actually Tracy said that. Conservatives agree on about 97% of the things that we You're not we going need. 98? No, I'll go with 97. <laughs> I'm going to go with 97. But uh, we agree on about 97% of the things that we need to agree on, but we spend the majority of our time focused on the 3% of the things that we don't agree on. Mm-hmm. And anyway. I don't even know what the sticking point is locally. Um, I think it has a lot to do with the chosen ones, the, the candidates. And um, they took a lot of issue with Russell Fry being endorsed by Trump. Yeah. And they felt he made a mistake. And okay, so that's it. There was an election and Russell Fry, you know, took it. So why can't we move on from there then? We should. I mean, it's an election. Let Russell have a chance to do his job. Um, You can 
there are all kinds of things you can say in response to that was, you know, there are people who still say the election was uh, rigged somehow. The local one? Oh, yeah. The primary Yeah, one? across the board. Really? Um, I mean, I think— You mean it, this one with Russell? Well, I, a lot of people are still focused on the primaries from 2020. But oh, no, okay, yeah. But, but nonetheless, uh, mm-hmm. people either didn't like the result or didn't believe in the result, whatever the case may be. Russell's the nominee. Let's get behind Russell. Let's get him elected. He's going to win. And let's just make sure that Russell is able to do his job effectively because he doesn't have to, you know— deal with all this infighting. Yeah. Um, and let's, and let's, as you and I were talking before they, before we went on air, the, the Republican party, Liz, is about finding good, rational conservatives mm-hmm. who want to run for office and actually go to Washington or go to Columbia and make a difference and, and vote for limited government to solve these problems, to solve the fact that we have a, an East German Stasi organization that's running around the country arresting mm-hmm. people because yeah. of their political persuasion. I mean, you can't have that in a constitutional republic. Did you see republic. what they did to Mike Lindell? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, ridiculous. I, I wanted to go to Hardy's and get you guys a biscuit, but I was afraid I might be intercepted <laughs> by the FBI. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you can't have that in a constitutional no. republic. You know, and, and, and we're, you know, so we got to get behind these folks and we got to hold their feet to the fire. I mean, you and I were talking about another Republican politician that has done some things in the last couple of weeks that we're like, no, nah, what, what are you thinking, dude? But, but so we got to hold their feet to the fire. But we've got to send people to Columbia and people to Washington who are actually going to fix these problems. You know, well, speaking of which, we're speaking with Reese Boyd, the third. He always comes in a, on Friday morning and, uh, you know, he has a, a morning show on Saturday morning called Saturday Morning Coffee, 7 to 9 a.m. Um, I'm really angry with Senator Lindsey Graham for yeah. coming up with this 15 week abortion ban that would Me be too. nationwide. Yeah. And it's like we just went through the fact that we are told that the Supreme Court said there's nothing in the Constitution about it, nothing in the law. This should be the state's rights. You know, go back to the states. Why would Lindsey Graham do this, do something that none of us agree with? Yeah. I mean, who who even picked that arbitrary 15 weeks? Like, why is he picking that? I'm assuming he based that on the fetal heartbeat bill that we passed in South Carolina. The fetal heartbeat bill is six weeks. Oh, well, wait a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the Mississippi bill. I, I, I misspoke. I assume he based that on the Mississippi bill that was the subject of the Dobbs decision. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, why? Well, exa- he, exactly. He, was he want us to lose? He doesn't want us to have the house. I mean, we've been we've been talking for decades. I'd say we conservatives have been talking for decades to mm-hmm. to have to please in the courts and in and wherever people would listen to remove this federal stranglehold. On the subject of abortion in the right. fo- in the form of a constitutional mandate that we argued did not exist, right? And and finally we get it done, and and then he comes up with and that? he wants to federalize it again. And what I'm, the heck? Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, if we're going to talk, if we're if you're going to be serious about limited government, right? Then you got to be serious, Liz, about limited government, right? Yeah. And if and we, if you're going to be a pro life candidate, then you better be a pro life candidate. Well, and, and whether you whether you like the ban or not, we we succeeded in getting the matter out of the federal court system yes. as 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 no longer we got the Supreme Trust Court of the states. We got the, the Supreme Court to recognize that the the federal constitution does not talk about abortion and it, as any other matter that wasn't addressed in the founding of the federal republic that the states should be allowed to resolve that issue as they think their people want it resolved. Ding. 
Ding. If you want to change a law, yeah, change, change it. The con- make an amendment. Exactly. That's make what an we talk about all the time. Talked about it yeah. on the show many times. It's ridiculous. And, and and for the people that don't see that, it's it's right there. If you're not, what is it, uh, naive? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, read it. It's not there. Right. Yeah. I Black mean, and white's not there either. Federalism has, if we're going to solve the problems that we have in this country, like an out of control administrative state where you got IRS agents, uh, federal dog catchers buying guns by the millions. <laughs> If we're going to solve the problem of this administrative state, of this FBI, of all the things that we have at the federal level, we've got to be serious about federalism. Mm-hmm. I mean, we hadn't been for a long time, but and this Lindsey Graham thing is bizarre. I mean, I'm so angry. You know, you've got the economy falling apart. It's like, what it's, are you it's, doing? It's it's the perfect time for Republicans to move in for a kill shot mm-hmm. and just finish this guy, figuratively, and and he's talking about federalizing abortion law again. I mean, it's it's cuckoo. It is. Now, you're also um, a business lawyer, so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to ask you about your feeling about this Inflation Reduction Act and what are some of your business clients maybe saying about it? What are they worried about? You know, the 87,000 IRS agents, um, how it, you know, how you think it might impact businesses. I know it's still unfolding and we don't know all the, the, the ins and outs, but people are starting to get scared. It is 721 on the Liz Calloway Show. Let's take a break and we'll be back. Music Fridays on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. It's what I listen to. More music now. More music and more fun. On Talk 94.5. don't know. I just know that I listened to this a lot growing up. What's the name of it? Magic by the Cars. This is from Al the Real Man. All right. Good stuff. You got to wait for the hook? Yeah. It's right. coming right now. Here we go. Right now. Yeah, it was in that um, Disney movie, The Cars. Oh, uh, the, car, the oh, the movie Cars by Pixel. I think so. Yeah. I think so. That makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure it's been used in at least a couple of sounds. Yeah. I, I, I was just trying mean, to remember which ones. Yeah, I can't remember. Every either. time I hear it, though, I want to talk like this. I don't yeah. like this. I do. I call on he died recently, me. right? Uh, Rick O'Casey. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Let's look him up. <laughs> All I know is Rick, Rick O'Casey. Yeah, he died. Remember Paulina Poroskova? Yeah. Was his, um, 
Yeah, he. I think there's only one of them left. Didn't he pass away? Am I losing my mind? Yeah, 2019. Yeah. He wow. died. I'd yeah. forgotten that. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, anyway, uh, it is the Jerry Cox Company Music Friday. Thank you for your requests on the PC RX Mobile Outfitters text line. You can text us at 843 798 TALK 798 8255. I'll be at the home show today from 2 to 6. And then on Saturday, 2 to 6, of course, it's going on all day, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Glenn Dye Radio will be there with me. Reese, are you going to be going to the home show? Uh, Bob called me. Yes, I'm going to try to drop by oh. early, early-ish in that okay. time window. Not, okay. not the whole window, but a little bit of time. Yeah, I'll be there. I didn't. Uh, by the way, I enjoyed listening to you guys yesterday. I had no idea that hot water heaters could be so interesting. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's. A, I was riveted. Great, I was he? riveted. I was hanging, you know, hanging on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> I, who would have known that the tankless known? ones need cleaned the, up, the, just the, like the tanks? I, I, I never would have yeah. known that an electric. Tankless water heater draws 120 amps. That's the thing about the Liz Calloway show. And now I do. Now I know. Yeah, it's actually, you got to make sure your electric panel can handle the load. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, everything you ever wanted to know. That's what we shoot. That's what the Liz Calloway show. Don't want to know. That's right. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we shoot for, Liz, on Saturday morning coffee. We just try to mimic you as best (laughs) we can. It's like, uh, you know, we try to we try to make it time well spent. Uh, That if you tune in, you will learn something, and you'll be glad that you listened. All right. All right. Well, we're going to take another quick break here and check in with the local news. And um, we'll be back in a moment. Oh, is this another song? Jerry Cox Company Music Fund. Another good one. Oh, another good one. I never believed in things that I couldn't see. I said, if I can't feel it, then how could it be? No, no magic could happen to me. Music Friday and the theme is magic. Reese Boyd the Third is joining us here. Of course, Glenn Die Radio filling in for Nick Summers. Uh, Reese, before you go, I just wanted to ask, um, you know, if you had any, any further comments about uh, the Ori County GOP upper echelon uh, group resignation. It really bothers me that that happened. I don't know why it happened. 
you know, they say that they've been feeling a lot of pressure. They were condemned by the South Carolina GOP. Well, let me just say this. We need somebody at the helm of the GOP who can do what we were talking about earlier, do what we were talking about off air, bring people together who want to work together for something productive mm-hmm. to recruit people. We need, we need rational, sane conservatives <laughs> that want to get things done and make a difference. If we don't make a difference in the world, what's the, what's the purpose of all the sound and all the fury Liz, I just was if, if we don't, if we don't actually accomplish something and make a difference and the, the, um, HCGOP was a crap show, as you mm-hmm. know, under the prior administration. And everybody said, oh, we got to fix it. And so we had an election. But they were saying they had to be that way. They you, don't, had, you, you don't have to be that way. Well, they were saying that they who, who they, had to be that to way? fight. They, they need to fight, fight, fight. Well, you you got, you've got some people in the party who all they know is storm the Bastille. Mm-hmm. And once they storm the Bastille, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not but that's not that doesn't accomplish anything in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's well, obviously not. They're all gone now. Yeah. And but, <laughs> but the, I don't know what they've accomplished. But we need to get people in charge of the party and not just this party, but the state party everywhere mm-hmm. across all Republican parties party levels need to be run by people who are rational, sane conservatives who actually believe in limited government and Mm -hmm. want to work productively with whoever will work with them. And let me just say this. I didn't want to make this personal, but let me just say this. You know, a lot of people listening to to my voice know, I because the last administration, not this administration, but because the previous administration of the HCGOP was such a unmitigated crap show. It was a disaster and the meetings were a joke. And I would, you know, and I'd kind of taken a step back. I used to be very active. I'd been an officer and I'd kind of had other things I was working on. I had the radio show, but I would send people, I would, you know, as I recruited people, got them active and and I'd send them to the party. They'd come back to me like, why did you send me there? It's a a joke. It's an absolute unmitigated disaster. This is before this last. Oh yeah. This is before the convention. So, and then, and had a lot of people come to me prior to the last convention and said, Hey, would you, would you serve as chairman of the party? Would you be willing to serve? I said, look, if you guys elect me, I'll serve. I'll, I'll do what I can do to fix this mess. Mm -hmm. And of course, just by agreeing to do that, I didn't particularly necessarily, I wasn't dying to have the job. I didn't, (laughs) as you well know, I don't need another job. Okay. Let's just set that on. Let's set that on the square, the first square. And so I said, if you elect me, I'll do it. And just because I did that, I mean, I got sucked into this nasty mire mm-hmm. of name calling. As you know, I mean, we don't have to rehash it. People call me names. I was called Nazi. I was. You were dragged through the mud. People told. People tried to convince other people that I was a, a spy for the Chinese Communist Party. I mean, it was a joke. What? It was an absolute <laughs> joke. Okay, it's true. It's and true. and Are so. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. We've talked about all this. Yeah. No, but a. Chinese spy? Oh, yeah. Is that really? A Chinese spy, a spy for the Chinese Communist Party. I was like, I never, no, Fang Fang never paid me a visit. Okay. I never, you, you know, I didn't remember. Get, I didn't get any of the perks of being a Chinese spy. Let me assure you of that. Okay. So, but the point is, if, and so it was a nasty thing. You had this group out of Greenville. And frankly, it's just about power. It's uh-huh. not even about politics because you know, I know, I'm as conservative as they come. I'm yeah. as conservative as anybody. In, Absolutely. in the book. And so it's not about politics. It's just about raw, naked desire for mm-hmm. power and to yeah. run things. And you had this, this, the goon squad out of Greenville that wanted to come in and call the shots. And they said, oh, and people were saying, well, you know, we're, we're trying to get Reese Boyd elected as chairman. They said, oh, we don't know if we can trust him. But basically, i.e., we don't, we can't control him. Mm. Okay. And so the election Good was point. what it was. Anyway, it, it, 
everybody who got up on that stage, at least in the chair, in any race, in the chairman's race said, we need unity. Okay. Now I'll, Actually, I don't dislike Roger Slagle. I don't really know Roger Slagle. Mm-hmm. But if I had, if it was like a 20-vote split in the final count. I've never heard the guy raise his voice. Um, as far as I know, not a bad guy. But if mm-hmm. you're going to run on a platform of unity, okay, if if it had been 10 votes the other way and I had won by a vote. Mm-hmm. It was a, that close. It was close. Um, if I had won, the first thing I would have done on Monday morning after the convention, I would have picked up the phone and called Roger mm-hmm. and said, Roger. Uh, what do I got to do to bring you and your people back mm. into the yeah, fold and sense. let's work together to move this party forward? Since that convention, I've spoken to Roger Slagle once. Mm-hmm. And that's because I walked up to Roger Slagle and spoke to him at a meeting. Mm. That's the only time I've spoken to Roger Slagle yeah. since the convention is because I spoke to him. So this crowd that ran on it, on a, they didn't run on a theory they didn't actually run on a theory of unity. They ran on a theory of we're going to remake the Republican Party in our image. And they have a weird, some weird ideas that go along with that. But that's everybody's entitled to their opinion. I don't I don't I don't begrudge that. Yeah. But the fact is, they started from the perspective of we're going to purge people who don't agree with us. And by the way, I was at the top of the list. The first thing they did was kick me out of the party. Mm. And there's a whole long list. of Literally people. kicked you. Yes, out? literally kicked me out of the party. I only got readmitted. Monday night. I, Are you serious? I had a precinct reorganization meeting in my neighborhood to get myself readmitted to the party on Sunday afternoon. I, I, had, to, I had to jump through all this. Why would they kick you out of the party? Oh, come on, Liz. Really? No, but I mean, like, why Why go that extra step and kick you out? Why, they, it wasn't why just me. They kicked, a whole, un- they, they kicked a whole list of people out of the party. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So don't don't be misled. This is not entirely yeah. uh, about the the uh, tyrannical state regime uh, running these people off. That's not the that's not the, there may be a kernel of truth at the very 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 well, maybe bottom because of, of the that. way they're behaving. Yeah, they, is there is there one done. person in particular that makes up this list to cancel people, or is it a group of people? It, it, it's the general attitude. The, the, this the, let's go back to what drove all of this, the, the my SCGOP crowd in Greenville, suddenly it, th- there was this idea that if you'd been a Republican for more than five minutes, you were a rhino. Okay, well, I've been a Republican since I was in elementary school, right, but right. I'm not a rhino, okay? So, and I'm not, a, and I'm not an establishment guy, and you know that, and Glenn, you certainly well, and, know and that. I've seen that rhino thrown out there yeah. Fl- yeah. flagrantly. Yeah. What, I mean, just... what, what they did is brandish that as a label to... Purge. I mean, it was a purge. Trotsky would have been proud. Stalin would have been proud. Okay. <laughs> they use that as a label to brandish anybody that they want to get rid of. And by that, if you don't bow down and kiss the ring, they're going to get rid of you. Okay. Right. <laughs> and that's unbelievable. Uh, that that I, I don't think I really knew that. I might have known it back then. It's been over a year. It's been a, a while. year and a half. It's been a while. Yeah, but we need somebody who doesn't care about any about that. We don't. Mm-hmm. We don't need. We need to get beyond that. And and they, mm-hmm. frankly, they weren't capable of getting beyond that. And that's. I mean, they, it was a. There were a lot of personal vendettas. There were all the people they wanted to purge. They were all concerned about punishing the prior leadership for their financial misdeeds, which, by the way, is not a bad thing. But it, but they, that can't be your. That can't be your prime directive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the prime directive. You're wasting our time, mm-hmm. okay? And, and and even with it being their prime directive, they still haven't accomplished anything. At, at the meeting uh, Monday night, Roger, Roger Slagle said uh, that there was a demand letter that was finally sent out to the prior administration. 
I hadn't seen it. I, not that they would have shared it with me, but I called uh, the woman who used to be the chairman. I said, by the way, just I'm curious because I was curious where mm-hmm. it stood. Have you received a demand letter on these alleged financial misdeeds from prior years? And she said, nope. So I don't know what's going on. But the bottom line is hmm. it's all a distraction. OK, it's yeah. all a distraction. And if that, and, and if vengeance, what we have seen over the last 18, 24 months in the Republican Party is the sad manifestation of the politics of personal destruction. If you're out to destroy people personally, if if personal vendettas are your agenda, the whole thing is a waste of time. Well, that's and that's my, what it's been. That's a waste my question of time. is isn't there isn't there a group that could purge those that particular but side? Yeah. My point is Glenn, we need to get beyond the purges. We keep okay. purging ourselves out of existence. Okay? We need to <laughs> we need to get somebody They purged them now. Yeah. They're yeah, we gone. Keep, we keep purging everybody. I mean, yeah, it's like but, it, it's literally it's like Soviet Union circa 1920. I mean, we, we almost, we, if we, we'd be lucky if we survived the purges. <laughs> I should have had the purge si- uh, siren up there. Yes. <laughs> the purges will continue yeah. until the ideological purity of the remaining five of us <laughs> is unparalleled. Uh, that's why I don't join clubs. Uh, it's a pathetic mess. You know, I, I mean, like, I'd like to be part of a solution. But that's the point. But I, to, I can't. I can't to, join that. The first it makes me uncomfortable. Whoever takes the reins of the Ori County Republican Party, the first item of business is there will be no purges. OK, <laughs> there will be no purges. There'll be no revenge porn. <laughs> there will revenge be. Porn. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that's uh-huh. scary. Yeah, it is frightening. But the truth is, Liz. This is an. I sent somebody an email yesterday. I said we're at an inflection point. We're we are literally at an inflection. You didn't point. send me an email. Well, you. It was a. Sorry, I'll add you to the next one. <laughs> but I, I said, like to be part of your, you know, your intellectual tidbits. But the thing is, we're at an inflection point. If yeah. we don't get a handle on this country in the next twenty-four months, we're done. Yeah. We are done. Look at what the FBI is doing. Within 60 days of the election. They're, they're going to people's houses. Mm-hmm. They're saying, hey, where were you on January? They don't even have, on an anonymous tip? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, they're looking at your phone pings. Yeah, they're, they're cooperating with Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you're criticizing Biden, mm-hmm. you're on their list. And then they go back and they, they send your information to the field office. And the field office cooks up a subpoena for information that they've already seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we are living, people don't realize it, but we are living in a police state. Yeah. And that's not constitutional. And and, and these FBI agents, Liz, when they take their job, they take an oath to defend the con- preserve, protect and defend the Constitution, just mm-hmm. like every other federal yeah. law enforcement officer. But it's not the bulk of the F- FBI no, that's no. doing it. It's this this Washington, D.C. Uh, group that kind of works on their own. That's it, what that that's what I've been told. But. The, like the, the, sad special, real, the sad reality you know, is the in crowd. The sad reality is there is no bigger threat to the United States Constitution in this country today mm-hmm. than Christopher Ray and Merrick Garland. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, and and when an FBI agent and I like your, I think you're right. I think the vast majority of FBI agents are. On the right track and, they're doing and trying to things. do the right thing, trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But when you get an order that is flatly inconsistent with the Constitution, in my opinion, mm-hmm. if you want to save the FBI. Mm-hmm. Well, they have if, a list of whistleblowers. Yeah. But if you want to save the FBI. Forbade, they forbade them to 
speaking with anybody of Congress, remember? Mm, yeah. Yeah. And they have like dozens of these FBI agents that want to blow the whistle. But if you want to save the FBI, if you're an FBI agent, and I hope I wish they could all I wish I could all speak to them. If they mm-hmm. want to save the FBI, and there's a real question I think that's on that the Republicans are gonna to have to wrestle with, can the FBI in its present form be saved? Now that sounds radical. Not under that leadership. But and sounds, not with the Washington Bureau. But there are, yes. And and so when these agents are told to go to the fast food line and harass somebody for whom they have no probable cause, mm-hmm. for whom they have, and I don't know all the details, or to go to somebody's house mm-hmm. for whom they have no probable cause and mm-hmm. say, where were you on January 6th? Yeah. Because of an anonymous tip yeah. that they got over the internet? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? You have to say, no, I'm not going to do that. Right. It's like a separate section, like Project Blue Book. And if it mm-hmm. means you get fired, if it means you get fired, then you walk down to the whistleblower's office and you file a whistleblower complaint because you're about to be fired for not carrying out an illegal search and seizure, which is completely inconsistent with the Fourth Amendment. Yeah. All right. That's why he has mm. his own show on Saturday mornings. Reese Boyd the Third. Let's take a break. Let's we'll take be a back break. On Jerry Cox Company Music I need, Friday. I need a little less coffee. He needs a little more magic. <laughs> 